Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, the Minnesota Fight Night podcast previews the February 25th USA versus Canada show in Wadena. Special guests are coach and former boxer Jeremy Umland and his sons Matt and Adam. The younger Umlands are accomplished amateur boxers with a combined 160 plus fights. The Umlands talk about their boxing journey, upcoming events, and more. I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, uh, thanks for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. Uh, today, we're pleased to be joined by three gentlemen up in the Wadena area. We've got Jeremy, Matt, and Adam. And is it Umlad or Umland? Umland. Yep. I've, I think I've said that name incorrectly on previous podcasts, and I always apologize for, for saying it wrong. Can you say it one more time? Umland. Umland. I'll get it. <laughs> um, but no, thanks guys for joining us. I mean, we're going to be previewing a show that's coming up this coming Saturday on February uh, 25th in Medina. It's USA versus Canada. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining the podcast, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. I see it looks like one of the boys is it looks like he's ready to go. Are you just getting done with the workout? <laughs> uh, no, just getting ready to get started here soon. Oh, right on. Um, well, like I was talking to your dad, um, basically, I just wanted to touch briefly, Jeremy, uh, on your own background um, in fighting, and then we can kind of go into how you got into the gym and the boys, and then we can talk about the card, okay? Sounds good. Um, I don't know, when I was younger in school, I was a, I was a dweeb. I got my butt kicked a lot. <laughs> my uh, parents put me in martial arts. I did Taekwondo and kickboxing for a while. And then uh, Bob Tubon picked me up for uh, the boxing program and boxed for him for quite a while and did a bunch of martial arts and stuff through all his early 20s and uh, just did just advanced from there. Boxing, kickboxing, MMA, went pro, did well, fought out in Vegas a couple times. And now that uh, I'm older and I'm done, and then passing the torch to these guys. What's, when did the uh, the gym come about? Was that um, before or after the boys were born? It was after the boys. Um, it was actually, it was kind of funny. Um, when I was boxing for Bob back when, uh, MMA wasn't really uh, accepted by the Golden Gloves. So we got asked to leave and it really irritated me. So I started my own gym. And then after Bob ended up not being able to uh, coach anymore, we sat down and had an agreement. And then I, in 2016, I took over the Wadena team for him and been coaching for them ever since. And then we changed the name from Wadena Golden Gloves to Central Minnesota Boxing, just for more socially acceptable, you know, because we got fewer people in Wadena than versus all around the area. So it just makes, it's inclusive for everyone. Sure. Now, in addition to uh, the gym, you're also, I believe, the Region 4 director. Um, is that correct? Yep, for the Golden Gloves. And I'm also on the executive board for the Upper Midwest Golden Gloves. Right on. And then, so what year exactly was that again that you uh, uh, did the gym then? The... 2016. 
2016. Yep. And when did the boys get involved? And was that right away? Were they chomping at the bit to get in there or, or no? Oh, shoot. Matt's. When I was like five, started training and stuff when my dad was competing. Then I got my first match in Medina when I was eight. My first match was the night of his last boxing match in Medina. Wow, really? The same night? Same night. We both came up with W's. Wow, talk about passing the torch. Doesn't get any more uh, <clears throat> cool than that. That's yeah. special. Yeah, but then Adam here, he uh, when he fought for the silver gloves and won the regions for that last year, uh, he wore my old gear, and he went into my old gear and stuff. So that was that was yeah, that was pretty cool. Ah, it's sort of the uh, Apollo and Rocky deal, <laughs> right? <laughs> nice, All right? So these guys have been fighting now for, for quite a while then. Um, and how did, I guess, I want to back up just a little bit before I get into the USA versus Canada show. Um, when they started boxing, how, how long was it before they really started competing? Because I know not everybody competes right wow. away, but with you being a former you know competitor yourself, was competition sort of like in the mindset right from the beginning, like they were going to compete or yeah. yeah, they they hung out at the gym with us till uh, um, till they were old enough to actually do you know compete until they're eight years old because you have to be registered, and okay. uh, so then um, as soon as we were able to find a match for them, they just went right in the mix and just been fun ever since. Wow, so what's the long term goals then? I mean, uh, with the boys, are you guys planning on um, you know trying to take it as far as you can is it the goal to win a national title you know the national golden gloves or is it to try and get you know to the olympics what's the what's the goal or go pro i plan on going pro i've done five national tournaments and i've made it pretty far ways in that i was actually on the prep team for the 2024 olympics but then when covid and stuff hit they kind of already had their team picked so i'd have to redo everything i i won he got in so i I plan on doing the Golden Gloves, hopefully win, make it to Nationals, win Nationals, and then go pro. Yeah, he had an invite to go down to the Olympic Training Center and train with those guys and whatnot, and then COVID came and shut everything down for him, mm. which was a bummer. Yeah. yeah, imagine that in in all sports across the board, you know, that COVID really did a number on a lot of kids' uh, uh, potential, you know, for – for their dreams. I know one of my nephews, he had gotten a scholarship for football um, to go play and then COVID happened and they weren't going to have a season. So <laughs> he never ended up going to that school. He stayed here. Um, but no, that sounds great. You know, as far as going to the nationals and going pro, that's good goals. Um, what else can you guys say about how was, how has boxing affected the family? I mean, yeah, that's, that's so cool oh, to be a family that about that. I mean, boxing's kind of always been a part of our family. I mean, that's that's a, how I got into it from watching these two. Buddy, everybody in our family, my me, my brother, my dad, my mom, and my sister have all competed in some sort of a combat sport. So it's kind of like a family thing that keeps us together. <clears throat> the audio was breaking up just a little bit. I think we heard that, Brian. I heard it. Um, you sounded like you said your sister did Taekwondo, mom did MMA. Um, the family's kind of it's a fighting affair across the board. So um that correct yep that's 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 even cooler you know to get the girls involved too it's not just the boys um so that's great then they're probably coming and supporting you then um 
is the sister is she older younger is she still doing um combat sports or no uh no she she ended up she's moving on with her life she got married and she has a kid of her own now um she's my i'm the youngest she's my older sister she just turned 21 uh, okay she, she she likes to come and support and watch us and cheer us cheer us on awesome well, getting back to the USA versus Canada, that's this coming Saturday. Um, I've got a lot of questions about this because I just think it's really cool, first of all, to see a USA versus Canada event. Um, I'm proud to say that that's happening in Minnesota. When I saw that, I'm like, that is cool. Um, so, Jeremy, can you just tell us, first of all, how does this event come about? And uh, then maybe talk a little bit about the the details about how does that go um putting it together you know or do you, do you have a contact in the Canada side or you know what can you tell us about that so it, it first started out um we're at some national tournaments and we're trying to find ways to get these guys more experience because you fight the same local guys over and over again you know it's it's, it's no good for anybody you know I mean it's it's you get it's sure it's ring time and you get your bouts requirements in it, it was always their goal to box internationally so I knew some other coaches and people from Canada from back when I was younger in my competition days. So we got a hold of a few of them and just started bringing them across. And they were like, you know what, let's, let's get a tournament. Let's pick your guys. We'll pick our guys, and see what we can match up and just do a friend, friendly intramural thing and then see how big it can get it from there. So, mm. yeah. So, and, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say three of the kids that are three of the guys that are coming in from Canada uh, just boxed on their national on the Canadian national team out in Toronto. So they're, they're quite experienced. Um, Do you have, uh, is uh, Zachary Gell coming? I, I, I know he's one guy we've interviewed before and we've seen him fight here at strike fitness and things. I know he's a, he's a good boxer from Canada. I'm not um, sure if he'll answer or not, um, Brian, because that card he was on wasn't uh, like a Golden Gloves deal. That was, you know, uh, James Clark, and uh, it was like a Valhalla slash Strike Fitness deal. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not familiar if he's still considered amateur or not. Yeah, uh, everything that we do it has to go through USA Boxing. They all have mm -hmm. to have a sanctioned governing body behind it. Uh, the Canadians that we deal with also have to have the same. It's all governed by IEBA, which is the international right. governing body. So if we if we were to compete with somebody that's outside of that, we would be uh, disqualified from competition with uh, any USA boxing event permanently. Mm -hmm. So myself as a coach, if I cornered Matt against it, he decided to go pro, he couldn't even help out as an official a lot of times it, because it's considered uh, engaging in a non-sanctioned event. Well. Yeah, I just had to mention Zachary because he's the one boxer I know who <laughs> comes from north of the border. So <laughs> just curious yeah, no. about that. Yeah, I know a lot of guys up there that compete and they, they do the different organizations and whatnot. And it just doesn't work for ours, unfortunately. Canada seems to have a really popular or big, big boxing following. I mean, from the guys like Pascal fighting up there and um like boute you know stuff like that you'd see this those those cards and you'd see the stadiums and they're just packed um so that leads me to believe that there's probably good amateur boxing up there um david lemieux oh that's another one yeah 
Yep. And with Canada, there's also a lot of kickboxing that goes on up there and the kickboxing doesn't go on their boxing record. So that's what makes it a lot of, a lot of nerves between the uh, U S and Canada competing is because a lot of people don't really know their full background. So sometimes it's a crapshoot with some of the gyms, but we have a really good relationship with them. So the honesty part there is it's really good. And it works. It, it's awesome. So you mentioned that, um, so first of all, once again, this is a uh, USA versus Canada. It's in Wadena this coming Saturday, February 25th starts at 3 PM. Um, on the poster, I see you've got, uh, both the boys here, uh, Matt and Adam, and, um, who, you said there's 15 fights. Uh, can you break down, uh, who from the U S side, uh, is going to be fighting? We have, um, let's see, JJ Ruiz from St. Cloud. Actually, a lot of them are out of St. Cloud. Uh, uh, let's see, Davion Olive, um, Luna Snow, uh, let's see, who else do we have, uh, Nash Adams from Iron Range, uh, Keaton Walrus, uh, from Next Edge Academy out in South Dakota, we're bringing him up, he's fighting one of their heavyweights, their new heavyweights up there, um, those are the main ones right now that we have boxing we do have from a uh, top team we got Caden Bowles and Eddie Valenzuela coming up they're gonna have some good bouts here uh Eddie's boxing the kid who's undefeated from South Dakota uh Caden's boxing Antonio Varney from up in Red Lake that's gonna be a really good match Antonio's been he's got 50 plus matches he's been boxing about as long as Matt has um yeah we got we got quite a few quite a few beginners but I mean there's only there's only one bout under 130 pounds. The rest of it's 140 and up. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's going to be a lot of throwing down. So it's not strictly USA versus Canada. Some no. of it's USA versus USA. Yeah. Um, Featured but, bouts are USA and Canada. And then um, we're working on getting the boys some, but the problem that we were running into with that is the two that we had planned for them, they both made it through in Toronto. So now... So we had to find local guys. Gloves, Adam, we're getting him ready for the USA's in Detroit in March. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that so. was going to be one of the next questions is what's next for the boys, you know, other than this, because obviously we've got the upper Midwest coming up in April. Um, is is this the last local show that they're going to be on here before the uh, the upper Midwest or is there anything else? Uh, we have our show this Saturday. Then the following Saturday, uh, St. Cloud Golden Gloves is having a show there at the Armory. The following oh. Saturday after that, Chris Holt's having a show in Detroit Lakes. Then the following right. Saturday, we fly to Detroit for Adam. And then we come back for the 28th. There's the Tool and Dice show, the private dinner show down in the cities. And then um, after that, uh, the focus then will be on the upper Midwest in mid-April. So are the boys so actually those shows we're planning on it oh wow that's awesome i'm just curious how many fights you guys have had uh matt and adam i think the match last count was 106 or 108 matches adam's had what, over 50 60. yeah between 50 and 60 for adam and he wow. just turned 18 in september and mm -hmm. he'll be 23 in may so we've okay. definitely Definitely kept them busy. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys have been, been fighting a lot. How does that uh, work with your personal lives? Um, you know, you can both answer that individually, you know, with what you got going on with 
you know, either work or school or both? It's busy. I mean, I work, I work from six to four thirty, Monday through Thursday, and I'm still here Monday, pretty much Monday through Thursday. I'm still working on after, after I get home from work. So. How long are workouts? Uh, well, I usually about two hours. We go Mondays and Wednesdays here, six to eight, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays will be more like cardio and conditioning, and that's hour and a half, two hours. And then he does, they do the running on the weekends. Adam, um, here, he's... I, I work out quite a bit. I work out uh, about, on average, two to three times per day sometimes, uh, for sure at least two times a day, Monday through Friday. Um, the weekends I try to, I try to go into the wellness center and get some extra work on my own. Um, it, during the, during the school week, I'm lucky enough to have two weightlifting classes during each day of school. So therefore I'm able to get that extra work out there. And then I come down to the boxing gym all the time and still make time on my own time to go over to the wellness center and get some other stuff in that I'd like to do. So, I mean, I, I, I it is a lot to handle sometimes, and sometimes it does get a little bit overwhelming, but in all, all in all, it's what I love doing and I, I like doing it. I like the grind. I mean, it just, it gives me something to do and it just makes me feel like I'm healthy and I'm doing a good, just, just being a good person. Where, where do you go to school? Uh, Verndale, uh, just in Verndale. Okay. You're still in high school? Yep, it's my senior year. Oh, okay. Do you have plans for college or anything? Um, not, not as of right now. I'm um, mainly just focusing on just going straight to work and getting just go, getting into that after school. Mm -hmm. What about at the gym? Are you guys uh, helping out? Like, do you guys do any coaching or anything like that? Or, or... Uh, yeah, we're both me and my brother are both uh, licensed registered coaches. Um, I next. Uh, the week after the week after our show, me and one of our other coaches um, from our gym, Shane Machenbacher, are going to be going to South Dakota to do a bronze level coaching clinic. So that would mean that gives us the qualifications to be able to coach Olympic athletes. So that's a that's a pretty big deal. They, you know, the the, the clinic there that's put on is by the guys that uh, uh, coach at the Olympic Training Center and. The clinicians, they work one-on-one, -on -one, so the stuff that they're doing is the same stuff that they'll be learning for doing dynamic warm-ups and things like they do at the at the center there. So I, I look at it as an extra bonus for him, uh, knowing what the judges and officials are going to be looking at, looking at the extra you know training. So then uh, also knowing the rules on the other side of it, every little edge that we can give them to help learn to be a better athlete, you know. You know, that's something you just mentioned that I don't think I've ever touched on um, or heard any of our other people that we've interviewed uh, mention. And I think it's great. Um, and a suggestion for all you young fighters out there who may, might be listening um, is to maybe pursue being a judge or, you know, get your uh, certification um, when you become old enough. Um, because like Jeremy just said, you get to learn what the judges are looking for. <laughs> um, do you have anyone else in your uh, in your gym yeah, that's like... We get also a coach or, or pursuing anything like that? Oh yeah, we have um, our former boxers, Dustin Passion. Uh, he was a two-time region four, yeah, two-time region four uh, super heavyweight champion, or sorry, heavyweight. 
I didn't hear last uh, name. Dustin who? Coaching. Coaching. And uh, yep, yeah, he fought for me for a few years. Um, he uh, made it to the upper west, upper Midwest a couple times. Uh, did well. Then life got in the way, and now he's coming back. He's helping coach and getting back into shape. And he wants to do the same thing that ha happened with me and Matt is when his little guy becomes old enough to compete, he wants that to be the night of his last and that of his guy's first one. And so he's coming on in helping with that. Uh, one of our other coaches, Shane Machenbacher, he's also a, a professional or he does uh, comp competitive bodybuilding. And uh, so he's big with strength and conditioning. He used to box for Wadena. Um, he's coaching. And then my wife, uh, when we have girls that come down and need somebody at an event, she's a registered coach and official. So then she'll come on in and help out. And so, yeah, we, we got a lot of involvement. Very cool. Now you mentioned um, that there's going to be a live stream. I was talking about how I'm, I'm debating on whether or not I was going to make the long haul drive up there, watch the fights and then drive back down and go straight to the armory. And you said there's a live stream for this USA versus Canada event for those interested. How do they uh, watch that? Just uh, log on to the Central Minnesota Boxing Facebook page, and the link will be right there. Awesome. Very cool. So, the, like I said, that's this Saturday. Um, now, you mentioned the other shows that are coming up, St. Cloud, Detroit Lakes. I'm going to be at both of those for sure. Um, so, if I don't see you this Saturday, I'll definitely see you, you know, at one of those or both of those. Um, but what else can you guys tell me about, like, you know, the, the atmosphere in the gym? Like, do you guys have any, uh, like, events that you do, um, you know, just for your supporters there? Um, you know, fundraiser events, anything like that? Uh, we'll do it for kids that want to compete, but they just don't have either the opponent or someone of equal match for them or whatever. We'll do public sparring events. We get a hold of USA Boxing and uh, we'll either do something at the gym or we'll go to like the wellness center where we have our events. We'll set up the ring uh, and we'll have the kids get in there and spar and compete. So then that way, family, friends, whoever else wants to come and see them get in there and do their thing. You know, it's no fault of their own if they don't have a matchup or there's someone not in the age or weight bracket. Because with the younger kids, it, it's, it's very specific. You know, if you're under 100 pounds, they can only be within five pounds of their opponent. Um, most of the time, it's within 24 months if they're under the age of 18. You know, so there's there's a lot of different regulations and whatnot that we have to follow with that. But for the ones that, you know, if that was public sparring event, so to speak, um, as long as the coaches are there ringside, you know, and everybody's certified and whatnot, they can spar and however many people, they just don't get their hand raised as a winner or loser, you know, type of thing. It's just, you know, they just go and do this. They're still able to do everything in front of everyone, but... It just doesn't go in their book, but it, it's at least their day in the ring, though. You know. So, what about some fun stuff, you guys? How do you keep uh, your training fun? You know, <laughs> with all the stuff you're doing, how do you keep it fresh? I know I, I was joking around with uh, you mentioned Eddie Valenzuela who's going to be fighting on the card. I had jokingly asked him which is least favorite exercise, but uh, I, I think I'll ask you guys the opposite. What do you guys like? You know, what keeps it fresh and fun for you? Uh, I, like, I like having them do what we call the Sally challenge. You play bring Sally, the you play bring Sally up, and uh, uh, whenever it says bring Sally up, they push up, bring Sally down, they go down, or they do leg lifts or squats or whatever, and we just mix it up. 
and then we'll have them do ring circling drills on one time or another. I'll y'all do the cha-cha and here. Matt will sit there and he'll start doing fancy footwork cha-cha drills. And then we'll, uh, I'll look up online. Uh, one of the kids will look up some stupid, funny dance thing, you know, just get their legs warmed up. And then Matt will get in the middle of the ring and he'll just start sitting there moving and sort of walk away because it's like, no, thank you. But yeah, <laughs> they do that just to keep busy. And then after all our events are done, we go bowling. It's, 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 it's flipping hilarious. You know, we get done, we're done by six usually on our shows. It's usually seven 30 by the time we're all torn down and packed up. So at eight o'clock, we go over to the bowling alley and you see everybody, they, you know, win, lose or draw. And they're just sitting there goofing off bowling of all things, you know, but they have a blast and the gym pays for it, you know, and anybody that, stayed up from any of the other teams you know they want to stick around and go bowling afterwards it's good team building it's good fun you know so i remember bowling as a kid back when they had to teach us how to keep score i like this new computer stuff where it does it for you <laughs> so boys you know you, your dad was talking there uh it was is the Sally Cha Cha stuff not so fun, Matt? You said you leave the ring when that happens. <laughs> I I'd rather just do twice as much work and not be on time. I hate being the time limit of stuff. I'd rather just keep doing push-ups instead of stopping. Uh, just keep going. The stopping, yeah, I suppose that's probably uh, mixes it up on the muscles, right? So it's not just nonstop. Yeah, the then he gets little brother who's uh, bigger than him sits there and says oh what what big brother what you can't do this you know and you know then Matt wants to smack him then I got to get in between and then I let him spar and then it ends up being ugly then mom gets after me and oh and it's it's, it's. that's like the Corbett's you ever see that movie channel with him and they're yelling the Corbett's are at it again <laughs> you guys are fighting <laughs> um no you talking about staying loose and kind of goofing off and dancing makes me think of when I was watching uh David Morrell uh, training when Ronnie Shields gym and he's doing his little dancing around in the ring and stuff and we asked Ronnie about that the last time we saw him and he said oh yeah they are all dancing they all think they're the best dancers <laughs> you know and he lets them goof around he says they know when it's time to you know have some fun but then when it's serious they get serious so yeah. I'm guessing the atmosphere is probably the same down there you guys get Pretty to much. cut loose a little bit but then Pretty it's time much. to roll yeah yeah, we'll have things go nice and light for a while while everybody gets a good warm-up going. And then when it's we're like, all right, you know, last hour of the practice, let's start firing it up, guys. And you know, and then Metallica comes on and <laughs> start going. And Matt looks at me and he shakes his head because you know it's old music for him, but he gets me going. What do you prefer, Matt? My own stuff. I'd rather just put the headphones in, be in my own little no, music do you prefer over Metallica? Oh gosh, it's probably a little bit of everything. I, he listens to a lot of he's, rap. He's talking about he's talking about like Lil Uzi Bird, Future, NBA Young Boy, NLE Choppa, just the newer rappers nowadays. All right, yeah, I'm old because I don't know who any of them are. <laughs> I don't either. Right. <laughs> no, but I'll take your word for it. You know, every generation's got their music. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Like you hear your music i know my dad said when he was working out uh in gyms back when uh, it was around the time of vietnam he was fighting in the late 60s there was uh this one song i want to say it was the california dream and it was like everywhere 
you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the mamas and the papas. Yeah. But yeah, you said, you know, you, you'd hear that everywhere, but everyone's got their own music, gets them pumped. Um, now coming up, <clears throat> this is Monday for our listeners uh, who are maybe thinking about watching the fights or going to the fights. We're uh, talking on the Monday before. Um, how's the workouts going to progress this week for you guys? Um, you know, Adam, you said you were getting ready to work out right now. Are you guys still doing sparring or is that over? Okay. Are you guys so um, we last week was our last week of sparring. We're not going to, we don't do any sparring fight week. Um, I'm starting to, starting to taper my workouts down a little bit to just so my body is ready for Saturday. I don't want to be, I don't want to be tired or be sore or anything. So, I mean, I'm still getting good workouts in, but I mean, I'm not doing as much. I'm slowly tapering it down throughout the week just so I'm fresh and hundred percent ready to go on Saturday. Right on. How about you? So coming this week, probably uh, tomorrow night at the wellness center, just going over a few, a few things, just going over like working on keeping calm because I tend to lose my time for a bit in the ring and it's just that I get away from where I was going to work on that, just stay, in, just stay loose, staying calm the whole time, work on picking my shots, picking shots, putting combinations together. That'll be Tuesday, and then same Wednesday, we got practice here, and then Thursday, the same thing, just a light workout, get, get sweat going, just keep the heart rate up, and then come Saturday, ready to go. I'm guessing you won't be doing road work outside or maybe a disheveling count as, as your workout <laughs> with all the oh, snow. No, it's too cold. I'll, <laughs> I'll stay in the gym. Too, too icy too. You don't want to slip and fall on that ice and risk getting injured out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was thinking about taking a bike skating sometime, but I don't know. It'd be probably a bad day. <laughs> Well, so Matt, I, um, what's up, Brian? Uh, I was just going to ask Matt, you mentioned that you're interested in turning pro at some point. Do you have a timeline for that or? Well, I, plan, I wanted to this last summer, but then I had a hand injury. So now coming back, coming back this year, the Golden Gloves is right before the summertime. So I'm hoping by May, June, right after the Golden Gloves, that I'll be able to find something, if not for sure this summer, but by fall, just depending on when they have openings for the next pro shows coming up. Yeah, I'm curious how that how that works. Have you been talking to different promoters and things like that? Yep, I've been looking and I've spoke with a few of them and that. We're just waiting for the right right opportunity to come on up and a lot mm -hmm. of them want to see where he's going to be for uh, um, just coming back after his hand and whatnot and mm -hmm. you know he feels get the ring rust off and then just look for opponents just trying to find the right opportunity i've had offers and stuff but mm -hmm. they didn't say too right i just want to make sure it's going to be something that's going to be prolonged longer and that's going to be more guaranteed matches not just mm -hmm. a one or two fight thing i want to be able to do multiple so. yeah yeah, I would I would assume you more fights. I mean, it sounds like both of you guys are really active. So um as far as the the hand injury, Matt, um 
can you just t- talk briefly about that? You know, how long ago was that? And uh, how how's it going now? Has it affected your training at all? Nope. Uh, it's all 100, 100% healed up. I had injured it a few years ago. I uh, messed the knuckle. There's a sagittal band that holds the knuckle in place. And I ruptured that a few years ago. And then I re-injured it this last year, actually, at our local fair. It was the night I. It was the night I proposed. Well, I was feeling pretty good, and I punched the box machine at how hard you could hit, and <laughs> I hit I was, the back. I was was Did you at least get a high score? Oh, I got the record, but all right. <laughs> until I came along and beat it, not even. Well, <laughs> I guess the more important question isn't, "Did you get the record?" She said yes, right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, then, congratulations, man, on that. Uh, awesome. Yeah, very cool. Well, I'm happy to hear that it's it's healed and you're uh, you're doing good. So ever since then, it sounds like you've been active, and it hasn't been slowing you down. So that's awesome, man. And wish you the best in turning pro. That's going to be great. Now, Jeremy, you probably had your fair share of injuries. Are you starting to feel them right now when it's this cold oh, yeah. weather? Oh yeah. <laughs> you, feel like you wake up when it's. <laughs> when it's going to snow i'm a human barometer i mean i, I turn it if, if my bones ain't creaking there's something wrong and i am moving because yeah i definitely feel it now oh yeah and they and they sit there and they call me a nervous nelly i'm like don't do it like that it's gonna hurt oh shut up you don't know what you're talking about i'm like okay i warned you you know <laughs> adam listens better than matt matt likes to learn things the hard way a little bit sometimes but He's getting there. Yeah, just remember, Matt, you said you're working on staying calm. Think Bruce Lee, right? He says, calm is a superpower, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know you guys got to get going. I know, uh, Jeremy, you said you got class coming up at the gym here. It sounds like uh, with the weather, you're combining classes tonight. Um, But I just want to say thanks to all you guys um, for making time. Like I said, I've been seeing you around, been friends with you guys on social media. It's nice to finally get to chat with you. Um, Super excited about the show. Um, And like I said, it's a haul for me, so I don't know if I'm going to make it to that one. But if you guys are going to be at the St. Cloud and uh, and I'm for sure going to be at the Detroit Lakes one, um, we'll definitely get to catch up with you there and get to say hi. And if you're fighting, get to see you fight. Heck yeah. Well, thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for guys. Us. Nice before, to meet you. Before you take off, Jeremy, I know it's on the poster on on the website on the Facebook, but if you want to give a shout out to you know any of the sponsors or anything like that that are helping put on the show, um, you know, go for it, man. Uh, you know, it's honestly uh, no. The biggest thing is is uh, uh, shout out to the officials and the teams that are coming. You know, because there there's it's a thankless job it's it's major league thankless and uh you know without the officials without the teams coming willing to make the track the track it's it's not worth it for us you know so that's that's the biggest shout out and thanks to it i mean all the sponsors and everything is greatly appreciated but more so the teams the boxers everybody that keeps their word says they're going to show up when they you know on time help out with things I mean, Chris Holt, for example, he's going to be at the MMA fights in Chicago. He flies in at noon into Fargo, which is two hours west of us. And he said, I'll be there by three to help uh, referee. Chris doesn't have a single boxer on our card. 
because we couldn't match the skies. But he's still coming back from Chicago, landing at noon, and still making a two-hour drive to our show to help support boxing. That's huge. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, he's one of the good ones for sure. I know Chris. I'm proud to say that I'm friends with him. Um, and you're right. And I was really uh, happy to hear uh, when we interviewed Eddie Valenzuela, he said the same thing. He really gave a shout out to all the uh, the judges, the referees, you know, everyone involved, you know, in putting on the shows. Um, and yeah, you're right. It is a thankless job. I mean, these people are volunteers. If anything, you're losing money, right? I mean, you pay to oh, get yeah. the stations, you pay to travel, you pay to get the tickets. It, it is a thankless job. Um, so yeah, thank you for mentioning it because they do deserve all the credit. You know, it's awesome. We couldn't have the shows without them. Exactly. So. Well, all right, boys, I'll let you get to it. Thanks you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks you. for having us. Yeah.